Hello and welcome to a very special Dostazapod. Today we're talking about the Kit Lau and Knights of the Slice collaboration. Uh, now I'm going to frame this podcast not just for the fans who know me or the patrons or the customers of Knights of the Slice. I'm going to try to uh, parse this out for people that may not know about all of these things yet. Uh, maybe their first introduction to Knights of the Slice is through this wonderful collaboration we have with the master Kitlau himself. So uh, if I say a lot of information you already know, give some background, my apologies. But uh, this one, it's for our new friends who are coming to the table for the first time at such an exciting event, honestly, with the launch of this beautiful cowboy project that is, has been being worked on for a very long time. So uh, welcome to our new friends. Hello to our old friends. It's Dostazapod. Let's go. Kit Lau, uh, who is the arguably one of the best toy creators of our contemporary time, he has just announced, just given us a peek at Annex 2179. This is a brand new cyberpunk world from Kit's imagination. And under this banner of Annex 2179, he will have many collaborations with many artists. Um, I myself, Jesse Destasio, creator of Knights of the Slice, I'm lucky enough to be the first collaborator. And our project, the fruits of this labor, are two figures which are available now for pre-order. One is called Captain Peasy. This is available on toypizza.com or knightsoftheslice.com. Brings it to the same place. That is my e-commerce web store. There is also Captain Tanner. And this is available on PIA Club. That's PIA-CLUB.com. That stands for Pocket in Action, of course. So you can go right now. You can press pause, stop listening to this. Go and pre-order those figures. Um, They're really fantastic. Uh, I am super excited. I'm smiling recording this because it's finally time to kind of share and get this out there. So go pre-order those figures. With a little luck, they'll be shipping Q3, Q4 this year. And uh, you don't want to miss out on those. Now, there are many sort of collaborators uh, that go along with this. These figures utilize the Acid Rain World body. For the first time, Kit is doing sort of uh, dynamic neon colors, not something that's in his normal repertoire, but uh, clearly an homage to the 80s and 90s neons that Knights of the Slice use all the time. Uh, Knights of the Slice, of course, being my toy line, a spin-off from the YouTube show Toy Pizza. Uh, if you're into Knights of the Slice or your curiosity is piqued, uh, there's a lot of media for you to consume as of right now. You can go to YouTube, you can watch, I believe, over, I think it's over 200 Toy Pizza videos. Um, you can try and collect all of the Knights of the Slice figures. Uh, they're, boy, we've think we're at we've done 145 styles at this point possibly um and then uh if you are a hardcore brand new psycho fan 
you can go to patreon.com slash jessedastasio, which is my home base where I show a lot of behind-the-scenes, uh, upcoming toy designs, special offers, special codes, and discounts for the store. Um, there is also, uh, let's see, a hundred, about 150 Distazapods, my podcast. If for some reason you find the sound of my voice uh, pleasing, which I can't imagine you do, you have that option as well. Moving away from self-promotion, shameless self-promotion, um, we have the world of Glios. And this may be new to some of the Acid Rain fans that have just joined us, but the world of Glios uh, was created by a man named Matt Doughty. And he would make action figures out of scrap metal and polyurethane in his garage. And he did this for a very long time, uh, eventually making the jump to mass manufacturing in China. And Matt has developed a modular system of joints, the glios joint. And over, I think it's like 16 or 17 independent toy lines utilize this glios joint. So that means that you have all these great original characters out there that work with each other. You can swap the arms, swap the legs, swap the heads, create new accessories. They're buildable like Lego, but they're playable like a Kenner Star Wars figure. So the Glios invention is a very crucial part of not only my toy line, but this project. And I'm going to go a little bit into detail about some of that cross-compatibility because it may not be apparent uh, right off the bat. We also have, sitting at the table, being incredibly helpful and great to work with, is TA Toys Alliance, the distributor for Kitlau's projects. Uh, they've been, they're a new introduction for me. They've been great to work with. I really like those guys. So all of these different forces conspired together to create this, what I call informally the Cowboy Project. And it's been a long time coming, but the, the basic premise was, let's do a sci-fi cowboy, right? How pure is that? How great is that? Um, I've gotten to know Kit over the course of uh, several years. It started as just a sort of internet correspondence. I actually met some of his, um, some of his co-workers who were visiting New York. This must have been close to 10 years ago, I think. There had only been one sort of Acid Rain release, but I was obsessed with it and I emailed everybody that I could find related to the project and it just so happened one of the guys was coming over to New York City. So I got to meet and chat with him and um, I just kept in touch with Kit and we eventually started sending each other free gifts and things like that. Um, I would send him a Knight of the Slice figure, he would send me an Acid Rain figure, just trading as fans do, you know, we're both just hyper fans of action figures and particularly three to four inch figures, you know, that's kind of our, our sweet spot. Um, my luck would change a few years ago when Kit was actually attending San Diego Comic-Con. And this was for me like meeting Elvis. Uh, I was... I was hanging around the booth. I was haunting everybody that worked at the Toynami booth, just asking, where's Kit? Where is he? I got to meet this guy. And uh, I probably, you know, 
came off as overly enthusiastic, but Kit was very nice. He signed some figures for me. We chatted for a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the, the relationship took a, uh, a, a deeper plunge from there. We started sharing, like, uh, designs and ideas and things we'd like to do and see. And um, it gets a little fuzzy from there. I don't quite remember what the next steps were. But before too long, I ended up in Hong Kong visiting Kit and just kind of talking about, you know, the stuff we really want to see, the stuff we really like, the, the what speaks to us, what's missing in the marketplace, and, and what, you know, what do we want to see? And uh, we both... We're in love with this idea of the Old West and futuristic sort of takes on that. Now, obviously, there have been some great sci-fi westerns. And by that, I mean there have been two or three. <laughs> um, the one that is probably most well-known in the, the U.S. would probably be Brave Star, which was a, a line from Mattel, very near and dear to my heart. Um pretty fantastic toy line that still holds up today a lot of great articulation not really strong in the character department you got marshall bravestar who's great tex hex is an okay villain you have thunderstick who's this cool cyborg with a derringer arm but other than that there's not a ton of characters to really like or, or glom on to uh and it didn't last very long uh on tv here in the states it did not last very long in the toy aisles but it was one of those lines I always, I always really liked. Um, and then, so that would be one of the three sci-fi western properties. Um, the next being Galaxy Rangers, which was much more obscure than Brave Star. The toy line was not really released over here. It's more of a European phenomenon. Uh, the show was barely on, but I remember watching it, I remember loving it, and I remember going to Roy Rogers' restaurant, and they had a kid's meal. Which, by the way, if anybody has whatever the kid's meal was for Roy Rogers, for Galaxy Rangers, I will give you a fortune. I vaguely remember this, and I can find scant details online, so I'm putting out a bounty. If anybody has whatever those kids meals were I, I think they were like uh paper kits activities stuff like that anyway if you have them reach out to me get in contact with me let's make a deal um galaxy rangers it was great it was not it did not have good penetration here in the states most people probably don't know what it is and it's it's kind of uh you know it's been lost as dust in history then you had uh, bismarck which was a Japanese uh, property, which had, you know, played with this theme of um, sort of space cowboys. And although, interestingly, they had sort of one character that was a cowboy, one character that looked like a beef eater from England, and then one character that was a Japanese race car pilot. So I don't know if we really want to consider that space western. The, the, the cartoon has sort of western themes in it, so I'm going to, I'm liable to include it. That's just my feeling. Um, so outside of those three, I, I can't really think of much else that there is. But there, there just felt to me and to Kit that there was, there was something to play with here that was really interesting. This, this idea of the future meeting a Western 
it sounded interesting. It sounded like something we could do. Flash forward to November of last year, prior to the coronavirus, the world pandemic, prior to everything else, Kit and I are sitting in a cramped car with very little AC and a 90 degree day, driving to mainland China with a, you know, communist flags flapping in the wind on the highway. And uh, we're going to visit the factory. We're going together. And Kit and I had a, a brief conversation. I actually recorded it. There is a Distaza pod. If you're a patron, you can go back and listen to it. It's me kind of interviewing Kit and getting some of his ideas down recorded about this. But uh, we were, you know, it was game on. We were going full force into this idea of this collaboration. And we were going to go to the factory. We were going to check out the facilities. We were going to make this happen. So um, that kind of gets us to the next thing we want to talk about, which is the design process. So initially, I showed Kit a very crude concept for a figure that I just had never moved forward with. And this was a a very rough drawing of my own of a sort of cowboy with a cybernetic arm. And it went so far as I had one of my great sculptors, Erwin Papa, do some concept art and actually start a sculpt of this cybernetic cowboy. The catch was, most Knights of the Slice figures were typically in three and three quarter inch scale, four inches around there. Uh, this was a smaller scale figure. This was like a mask, a Kenner mask sized figure at about, I don't know, uh, two, two and a half inches tall. Um, there are many reasons why that figure never moved forward. I made the right call because going to a completely different scale, I think, would have derailed you know, the business I was building with my figures. So I I made the right choice there. But I think that there was enough of of an idea in those sketches in that very rough early sculpt that it it spoke to Kit, that there was something interesting. Uh, I then brought in one of my great two-dimensional collaborators, Gavin Mackey. You guys should be following both Erwin Papa and Gavin Mackey. They're phenomenal artists. Uh, Gavin took my crew drawings and did a couple sketches, taking the the sort of size and proportions of Kit's other figures and trying to find a balance of that body shape, but armor that would work not just on that classic acid rain body, but would also fit on Knights of the Slice. Now, this is not an easy conversion to do, We're dealing with figures that are the same size relatively, but dimensions that are very different. You know, the acid rain figures are hyper-articulated. My figures are much more static. So it took a great deal of measuring and ruminating and iterating over and over again, and also taking blind leaps of faith in hope that the final product would actually work on all these different things as we had hoped. Kit took Gavin's drawings and then Kit did what he does best. He dove into them and produced these 
phenomenal drawings that were probably just throwaway sketches. But if you've ever seen any of Kit's even rough work, it looks like you're looking at something done by Michelangelo, you know, or one of the classic Renaissance uh, artists. He, he Kit is is truly cut from that cloth. He is he's a phenomenal artist. And uh, in one of my trips to Hong Kong, when we sat down having some iced tea on a extremely extremely hot day in Mongkok. Uh, I got to watch Kit on his iPad just scribbling away, and it, it, it's really, you know, when we think of Kit, we think of the toys he makes. We don't necessarily think of him first as an artist, but he is a world-class artist. It, it, it Truly, it can't be overstated. So from there, Kit added his magic, you know, his his thought process and his ability to design mechanical things, his ability to design weaponry, it is truly amazing. And, and little flourishes that he added that I think were so smart and surprising to me. Um, the bandana went from being kind of a static thing that sat on the guy's chest to this, this piece of cloth in motion, you know? It's made out of plastic, but it looks like a real cloth. And, and the sort of tails of the scarf are jetting up in the air. Really just smart design choices all around. Stuff that I would never reach my own conclusions on. You know, and that's that's why Kit is great at this stuff. Um, then we went to 3D. We sort of... There's a very early preliminary 3D file of the classic Knight of the Slice body. So we were able to kind of simultaneously mold in 3D on the night body, as well as the acid rain body. And we knew that there were going to be some clearance issues. There were going to be a couple pieces that would not cross over. But the majority of these things work together. And I'm happy to say that in this final product, um, we're there. It's great. It fits. It works. It's a hell of a lot of fun. There's also been a, a real benefit to having Kit be local to... Uh, or relatively local to where the manufacturing is done. Now, I live in New York. I have previously gone over to China and to Hong Kong and Japan twice a year to sort of check up on manufacturing, see the assembly line, meet with my factory workers, X, Y, and Z, and that's where I get the bulk of my work done. Obviously, with the world changing as it has, I'm no longer able to do that. But we were strategically well-placed for Kit to really lend his knowledge to the production procedure. And I think that helped greatly when it came to functionality, to the fit of the armor, to paint apps, X, Y, and Z. So, you know, despite all the adversity that was going on at the same time as this project, we, we did manage to have a couple lucky breaks. Now, I have a, uh, a little club. It's called Action Figure of the Month. And the club is unfortunately closed at this time, but it will be open back up in January of next year. And what I like to do in that club is send people a surprise figure. They don't know what they're getting, but they trust me. And over the past couple of years, I've built up some good faith. So what, uh, what happened this month in July of 2020 is that those club members got to have a little taste of this project. They got... What should be considered an appetizer to the main course 
of, you know, this Annex 2179 cowboy. Uh, they got an armor set and a classic knight. And this is sort of a reduced armor set. It, it does not contain all the pieces that are in these pre-order figures, and I'm going to go through a breakdown of that momentarily. But it was enough of a sneak preview to kind of generate some excitement, and people started losing their minds. I started getting all these emails. At first, people were perplexed. They didn't expect this to be part of the club. You know, um, they were puzzled. This looks like a brand new thing. What's going on? But um, I'm very happy that uh, it was so real, well received. Um, so that is sort of the first entry point for a good portion of my, uh, my toy consumers. These pre-order versions uh, contain quite a bit of gear. You're going to love this. So obviously you get the chest armor, you get a brand new head, you get armor for the arms, uh, sort of bicep armor. You get the wonderful belt, you get two hip holsters, then you get shin armor and boots. You also get two pistols. One of them has a sort of flip open chamber so he can load his bullets in. Uh, you get the uh, heavy carbine, which also has a slide off bayonet knife, which is fantastic. You get the bandana, you get the hat, you get a flask that is removable from the belt, and you also get a neck piece, which is important because this allows a sort of conversion, a crossover between Knights of the Slice figures and Acid Rain figures. So I get a question all the time, when are you going to do a hyper-articulated figure? When are you, you know, why can't we have this X, Y, and Z? You can now do that. You can achieve that. You can take the Acid Rain body, you can take this neck converter piece, and you can put Knights of the Slice heads on it. So if you want my Rex Gannon character to be hyper-articulated, he now can be with what I would argue is the very best 4-inch articulated body on the market. It's all there. It's waiting for you. Another important feature is that the backpack and the carbine has a Glyos peg port in it. So if you have a loose Glyos peg, if you've bought any Glyos figures, you've got a, you've got a handful of these laying around. They're pretty plentiful. You can, one, attach the gun to the backpack. Pretty simple there. You can take arms and take some access joints and build a sort of cybernetic cannon like the Predator coming out of the backpack. You can add on things to the carbine itself. Maybe you want a laser pointer or something like that. There's a tiny touch of modularity that is integrated with the Glio system that really stretches this figure out into something fantastic. And I don't think that, uh, I think this detail can be missed if you're not in the know. So it's a nice little hidden secret for those people who have dug a little deeper. It should be noted, uh, those who got the sort of early bird appetizer set, um, the uh, paint details are different on these deluxe figures. So. If you're like me, you're probably going to want a couple armor sets by themselves, and then you're going to want one or two of each of the pre-order deluxe figures because uh, you're going to want to have a bunch of variety. You're not, you don't want just one cowboy by himself. You want to build a posse. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Uh, think of Young Guns too, right? You want to get a posse together. That's the goal. I'm sure Acid Rain fans are like these 
Colors are making my eyes bleed. What is going on? <laughs> Where is Kit's normal, real-type, military, subdued, olive drab colorways? What is going on here? I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm stuck inside of the, uh, title card for Stranger Things. Well, I have good news for you. There will be another version coming out later this year. This will be up for pre-order at some point. And this will feature the paint deco that I think is more synonymous with Kit Lau's work. You can expect weathering, you can expect dirt, you can expect panel lines, X, Y, and Z. That's being worked on as well. You will definitely be able to, to uh, order that some point in the future. But I would say, I think that the fate of that more real-type style figure and the future of our collaborations depend on a very strong pre-order showing for these two figures. So I have a call to action for you guys. If you like what you've heard so far, if you're a big believer in what Kit does, if you're new to Knights of the Slice but you think it's interesting and you want us to continue to make toys together, Plunk down your credit card and pre-order these babies. That is, uh, that is direct action that lets all the parties involved know we're onto something here. We need to make more of these. We need to start working on waves two, three, four, and five. And we want this to be as big as possible. So that is the origin story of this grand project. This is about two fans separated by an entire ocean with Kit in Hong Kong and myself in America. Two guys about the same age who just loved Macross, they loved G.I. Joe, loved Star Wars, Kenner toys, and they decided to work together and to make a figure that was a sort of merging of both our interests. And I think we have something really fantastic here. I think it's, it's, it's got that radioactivity of, a, of an idea well executed. And I hope that gets you guys excited. I hope it makes you want to play with our toys. Uh, once again, to recap, you can get Captain Peasy, who features the pink armor, at toypizza.com. You can also find a wide variety of Knights of the Slice figures on sale. We are actually running our summer exclusives right now, so you have the rare opportunity to get almost one of every type of figure we make, which is not easy to do because they do sell out pretty quickly. Captain Tanner in the blue armor is available on pia-club.com, the Pocket in Action Club. You should also be following them on Facebook. They post a lot of great stuff, including Kit's upcoming pre-orders and stuff that's shipping. Um, you know, you're you're gonna do well to boost your acid rain armies through the offerings from PIA Club. I can tell you that much. Uh, feel free to look up Knights of the Slice Fan Club on Facebook. It's a great community of people. Uh, if you're new to the hobby, there are a dozen guys who are very eager to help you find the figures you're looking for do some trades, do some selling. We have a wonderful community. We are currently troll free. So that's been really great for us. And uh, we would love you to, uh, to join us and tell us what you love about Kit's work and tell us what you love 
about uh, Knights of the Slice. Uh, so that's it. That's my that's my big pitch to you guys. Um, this these figures are a love letter to everything Kit and I like about action figures. It's the toys we've always wanted to own, and I hope you can appreciate that that kind of magical thinking. And I hope uh, you get this toy. I hope it makes you happy. I believe we're looking at a Q late Q3, early Q4 delivery, and you can pre-order today. That's it. That's my pitch. I hope you'll join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the only thing left to say is pizza out.